Welcome to the Paddle Sports Lifestyle, where we invite you to dare to dream and embrace adventure. I'm your host, Kim Peek, and together with my friends, we'll help you discover new horizons and push the limits of what's possible. In season one, I'm gearing up for my biggest challenge yet, the MR340, a grueling 340-mile paddle race along the Missouri River. But before I embark on this epic journey, I'm going to need to learn everything about the world of paddling. Learn along with me so you can find your own epic adventure on the water. Welcome back to the Paddle Sports Lifestyle. My name is Kim Peek, and I am so glad you're here. Today, I'm talking about recovery and rejuvenation after the MR340. Endurance athletes tend to have this thing where it's hard for us to find our off switch. We find an activity we love, and the inclination is to immerse ourselves in it often to the point of overindulgence because we feed off the sheer joy and satisfaction that it brings. The sense of accomplishment after an intense training session or a race like this year's MR340 where we battled the elements fuels our desire to push harder and to keep striving for more. We get addicted to that endorphin rush. There's always another milestone to conquer, another race to prepare for, and the ever-present drive to top our personal best. And that passion can sometimes make the link between healthy commitment and excessive training just a little bit fuzzy. It's not uncommon for athletes involved in endurance sports to buy into the misconception that relentless, high-intensity training is the only path to achievement. It's also not uncommon to fear that taking time for recovery could lead to a decline in fitness or that a break allows the competition, who might not be taking rest time, to get ahead. But even the most resilient bodies need time to recover and rejuvenate. Recovery is part of the training process. Rejuvenation is training. And I'm not just talking about the standard rest day each week. We need to respect our physical and mental need to recuperate and heal. And this balance between pushing ourselves to go longer and faster and rejuvenation will allow us to continue pursuing our passion well into the future. Steve Magnus, who is the author of a book called Do Hard Things, recently shared a post on Instagram about recovery in sport. In this post, he talked about fatigue and said he looks at four types of fatigue, flatness, soreness, stress, and lethargy. While they are all important, I want to address stress today because I feel like this is especially neglected by athletes. Steve defines stress as a general feeling of feeling frazzled, overwhelmed, and maybe anxious, that feeling that your nervous system is in overdrive. I've mentioned that this was the hardest part of the MR340 for me to recover from, more than the physical aspects of paddling two days in strong winds and rain. It was the mental aspect for me. It took me a good three days before I didn't feel amped up. It felt like my nervous system was stuck on high gear, continuously running on overdrive, that fight-or-flight mode that would kick in if you were being chased by a bear. If this heightened state of arousal is sustained over a long period of time, such as what occurs on a four-day river race like the MR340, it can lead to symptoms of chronic stress, including anxiety, sleep disturbances, and fatigue. So it's important for athletes to take that downtime and incorporate stress management and relaxation techniques in the days and weeks following the MR340. This is not just a kayaking thing. I also saw this as a running and triathlon coach. Endurance athletes tend to not want to slow down. They resist recovery because there's this urge to keep pushing and a perception that downtime will cause them to get further behind. 
So back to the post from Steve Magnus. He says that to recover from stress in sport, we need to spend time doing things that I would put under the umbrella of things that are calming and relaxing. Things that tell your body it's okay to get out of fight or flight mode. If you don't incorporate physical and mental recovery into your training, you will have an increased risk of injuries and psychological effects that can show up as anxiety and depression due to chronic stress. The body and mind require periodic breaks to recuperate from the cumulative stress of intense training. So what are some of the things that you can do to make sure you're getting in some good rest and recovery after this intense racing and training? I would start with recovery and sleep. Thinking about active recovery, this involves engaging in low-intensity exercise like walks or cycling at a slow pace, things that can facilitate blood circulation and aid in muscle recovery. Of course, we need sleep. Quality sleep is crucial for muscle repair and growth. Athletes should aim for seven to nine hours of sleep every night. And I don't care who you are, if you are active and pushing your body, you are 99.9% not going to be one of the people who can get away with four or five hours of sleep a night. Next, think about stretching and mobility exercises. These can increase flexibility, improve performance, and prevent injuries. And this is a good low-stress way to stay active and move while you're giving your body some love. It's a good way to stay active so that you're doing something while you are taking that break from your sport. And then we all need mental rest. Mental health is just as important as physical health in an athlete's overall well-being. So things like meditation, prayer, breathing exercise, and being out in nature are all things that can help manage stress and anxiety and help your body recover from the stress of training, racing, and life. In addition to these physical and mental recovery strategies, there's another important facet of an athlete's life that should not be overlooked, and that is the value of engaging in other hobbies and social interactions. Sometimes we just need a change of pace even if we don't realize it because the drive that fuels us to constantly push our boundaries can sometimes cloud our judgment and mask that need for the change in pace. But when we engage in other activities, when we pursue our passions and reconnect with friends outside of our sport, we will often find we have a more balanced emotional state and a renewed sense of motivation that can help us avoid chronic physical and emotional exhaustion, which is often experienced due to intense training. Also important to use downtime, whether it's time in the off-season or time between races, to reconnect with friends and family members who aren't involved in kayaking, or to reconnect with leisure kayaking friends who enjoy being on the water but don't want to race. We did this last weekend with Paddle KC. A group of about 20 of us went down the Missouri River at a pace that was just a little bit faster than the current, and I really enjoyed Having this opportunity to check out the bridges and the developments that are being built on the riverfront, which includes the new stadium for the Kansas City Current, which is the first stadium in the world being built for a women's soccer team. I also did a leisure paddle earlier this week, and both times I was overcome with emotion. I was so happy to see my friend, the friends I started paddling with back in April, when I knew absolutely nothing. The same friends that I had to spend less time with as training intensity increased. And I was also excited to see the people who I trained for the MR340 with. There is just something special about the bond you form when learning something new together or training hard or being part of a team. And our little group actually found that we had so much in common that even when we're not able to paddle in the off season, we are hoping to reconnect over other shared activities and 
just having a good time together, but staying connected to those people, even when we aren't training super intensely. And so part of my recovery from the MR340 has involved getting back to enjoying being on the water at a more relaxed pace, and then also enjoying the company and the sights on the water, maybe even taking my hands off my paddle from time to time to take a picture. But here is the big picture, the main point. I always like to think about longevity in sport. If you have an activity you enjoy and you want to be able to continue doing it for a lifetime, it's important to take care of your mental and physical health. Part of that is remembering that you're not defined only by your sport. You are a multidimensional being with a variety of interests, relationships, and roles. And when you take the time to nurture these other aspects of your life, it can lead to a more balanced life, which ultimately leads to better performance and longevity in your sport. So if you are ready to take a break after the MR340, if you haven't gotten back into your kayak in the three weeks since the race, it's all good. It isn't a sign of wavering commitment or diminishing passion. Instead, consider it an act of self-care, a time to heal and rejuvenate. In the grand scheme of your athletic journey, these breaks are not detours, but are necessary pit stops that refuel your body and your spirit, enabling you to come back stronger. The strength of your comeback does not lie in relentless training, but instead it involves balance, striking that balance between exertion and relaxation, training and rest. So lie back, read a book, catch up with loved ones, venture into new hobbies, and most importantly, listen to your body. You're not just idling away time. You're setting the stage for a stronger, more sustainable comeback when you're ready to get back on the water. Next week, I want to talk about how I will train in the off-season and what I plan to do differently for the MR340 in 2024. And until next time, wherever life takes you, make it an epic adventure. There will never be a better time than now to discover what you're truly capable of. So go ahead, take that first step, even if it feels scary. Do it anyway. Thank you for listening to the Palo Sports Lifestyle. If you enjoyed this show, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review. See you on the water.